Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, tennis fans. Welcome to the Yellow Ball Network, where you'll find your tennis news. This is your host, Coach Denise, exploring tennis blessings and its effects on life's journey. Tennis is a wonderful sport, which could be the vehicle that takes you through life's journey, and our mentors might provide that roadmap for your journey. On most Thursdays, I am blessed to be talking with mentors who have paved the pathway for many tennis players and coaches. Who are these mentors, yes? Well, most of these are authors, coaches that have given a lot to the uh, sport. On the first uh, Thursday of the month, it's usually Alan Fox. On the second Thursday, it's Coach Chuck Reesey. And on that third, fourth, and occasional fifth Thursday, well, it could be Dr. John Murray or Dr. Bryce Young. Uh, Energy coach uh, Linda LeClaire is a regular on here, as is coaches Ashley Hobson and Coach Scott Williams. And who knows who else you might find. Over the last three-plus years, we have been blessed to have uh, coaches like Nick Saviano, Scott Engie, and other outstanding uh, coaches on the uh, broadcast. We have also uh, been uh, blessed to have uh, leaders of the USTA, USTA Florida section, uh, the USPTA, the PTR. Uh, we've had the uh, editor of and founder of uh, Florida Tennis Magazine, and uh, other leaders in the industry. And today we'll mark uh, the uh, managing uh, director of uh, Sports Press uh, Connect. Uh, We'll be uh, talking with today. He'll be talking to us from Ireland. And uh, we appreciate him taking the time to uh, do that because it is later in the day uh, over there. They've already passed uh, our time here. So uh, we appreciate you uh, tuning in to listen. And, of course, like I was saying, the nice thing about Block Talk Radio and the Yellow Ball Network is that you can listen anytime you choose to this broadcast or any of the others, like on Wednesday, Chuck Reese's American uh, uh, Tennis Broadcast. I would also like to thank Yellow Ball CEO J.P. Weber for hosting our network. And if you're not following We Coach Tennis on Facebook, well, you're missing out on some useful information. Because... I believe Dr. King, when he said, our lives begin to end the day we become silent about things that matter, each Thursday I will add my personal views on North America tennis, and naturally you will hear my biased views that the tennis journey should be going through our high schools and colleges. Is your high school uh, tennis program an after-school sport, or is it an after-school activity? Uh, Who knows? We may wake up uh, this sleeping giant someday if we all keep going. The high school tennis, uh, in my opinion, uh, is the backbone of what can grow this game. Besides our weekly conversation, the almighty willing, you will also be able to continue reading my articles in Florida Tennis Magazine, 
And as I have previously expressed, if you disagree, please email me at coachdenise.fhstcaatt.net. That's coach, D-A-N-I-S-E, dot F-H-S-T-C-A at A-T-T dot net. Who knows, you may read your views in Florida uh, Tennis Magazine, or you may hear them on one of Coach Denise Sheeran Tennis Blessings broadcasts. It would not be the first time that happened. Remember, too, that if somebody has taken the last issue of Florida Tennis from your pro shop, you can always see the last issue of the magazine by going to www.floridatennismagazine.com. Or in between issues, you can find Jim Marks' articles and sometimes mine, as well as, well as other useful information on Facebook at FL Tennis. That's Facebook, FL Tennis. So, um just stay tuned. There's a lot of stuff that goes on in between issues, and we try to keep you abreast of it. Uh, today, we don't have one of our regular mentors on, but we've had a gentleman that I've talked to a few times. And like I said, Mark uh, uh, is the uh, managing director of uh, Sports uh, Pros Connect, and an organization uh, popular in Europe, and he's starting to... Uh, uh, get popular in the uh, United States. And as we talked previously about organizations, and a lot of people I hear all the time crying, why doesn't the USTA do this, and why doesn't the PTR do this, and why is not the USPTA doing this? But as I remind you all the time, we are those organizations. We are the people that... Uh, uh, involved in them, and we should be talking about them, but we shouldn't expect these organizations to sit there. It's not just their responsibility to grow the game. It's our responsibility, which leads me to uh, today's commentary because it is about organizations. So uh, if I could, I'd like to go into the commentary now. Today, I plan to put to bed my November 29th What is a Coach commentary. I know that on my December 13th commentary, I promised that mentors and tennis organizations would follow, but I think Coach Chuck Reese's explanation of his three-tier mentoring on last Thursday's broadcast of Coach Denise Sharon Tennis Blessings releases me of my promise. And, of course, if you missed that broadcast, that is one of the advantages of Block Talk Radio. You can listen anytime you like to mine or any of the other Yellow Ball Network broadcasts at your convenience. Hopefully listening to last week's broadcast and reading all my commentary since the November 29th one, today's commentary will answer all the remaining questions I've received, and I do appreciate those of you that email me and telephone me and uh, leave messages. Uh, uh, as you know, I get back to you usually within 24 hours. 
Uh, I do respect your opinions, uh, and uh, I like to make sure that we uh, communicate. And um, I think the reason our broadcast has been uh, so popular for uh, almost four years now isn't because people want to listen to uh, uh, an old tennis coach who had trouble with the uh, language, but they were willing to listen through the language and uh, listen to what was being said. And I think that's important. And I I also... uh, think that uh, tennis organizations are similar to most other governing organizations. If you're looking for an expanded view of the challenges of our tennis organization, I suggest you start with read with the reading of my three-part Coach Denise Changes Risky and Necessary articles in this past year's Florida Tennis Magazine. Uh, you'll get an idea of what the, some of the challenges are and what some of the things we have to be careful we don't do. Uh, but like I was saying before, uh, you know, let's not always look to put blame on everybody. Let's see if we can fix things. And uh, today I'm going to make an assumption that I think most of you will agree that most organizations start with the premises of faith, hope, and charity. And, of course, therein is the challenge of our tennis organizations. Excuse me. I suspect all our tennis organizations hope they could help the future. Most start it by having faith in the coaches and pros who preceded them. But soon they became so involved with their own growth and providing their work, some discovered that they could not sustain their function on charity. While some thought the growth of the game of tennis meant they needed to promote their views, they often forget to listen to the members' views. Like most governing bodies, they look to govern from the top down rather than listening to the public or the members. And tennis is no different than any of the other entities in our republic. And we do, not, we do need government to figure out how to make things work. In my view, the best way for governing is to listen to its members. I do not mean being a slave to public opinion, but the leaders of organizations should be aware and respect its members' views. Recognizing who we are, where we are looking to go, what we are looking to achieve, and when do we expect to arrive there, all could be possible if we just take the time to listen to many why questions, it's really questions are needed. If questions are not asked, how will we know what problems need to be addressed or why they need to be addressed? So I believe that, well, eventually, who knows? We might learn something that they did not previously know 
if they only listen to the questions. It's your advantage. Give me your thoughts. That's my view. Uh, like most people, I do have a bias. I admit to it. Uh, I'm not a politician, just an old coach. But I do think that we should be able to talk to each other. I would also suggest, as I suggested in one of my uh, Florida Tennis Magazine's article, that the best way uh, to start conversations is to listen to them and you'll learn what the other people view. I think we have to make an assumption that uh, the people we're listening to have something to talk about. I do think I have Mark on now, and I'd like to get started with him because I do think that uh, Sports Pro's connection is um, something that you might be interested in. Mark, are you there? I am, John. I am, John. Thank you very much for having me. Well, thanks for being there. How's the weather in Ireland right now? Uh, as you can imagine, um, dull, dreary, cold, and wet. <laughs> but uh, we love you're, Ireland. You're, well, you're lucky my wife just walked out of the room because she's telling me it's always beautiful there and we've got a plan to go next year. But it's, oh, no, no it's, it's a beautiful than... place, I have to say. <laughs> it, it is a beautiful place. <laughs> uh, Florida is usually a beautiful place today, but today is one of those days we are getting poured on, and um, we have thunderstorms. And uh, but uh, it's still a beautiful place. I would like, to, if you would, maybe we could start our conversation just by introducing yourself, and uh, you know, tell us uh, how. Uh, you became involved, how you started uh, Sports Pro Connect, and then I have a couple questions for you. Of course, of course, John. So we actually only rebranded to Sports Pros Connect um, six months ago, six, seven months ago in, in May. Um, mm -hmm. We uh, we were orig originally called socialtennis.com, um, and that was um, – brought down to me or, or um, given to me uh, um, as a legacy for my father who passed away. Um, he, had, he had started up the business socialtennis.com and, uh, and I took it over from him, um, unfortunately. So I, I, I obviously changed uh, a lot of what was going on um, and, and just put my, my, uh, my stance on things. And, um, and yes, we created Sports Pros Connect dot com uh six months ago um we actually launched at roland garros at the wtca conference in in paris there uh which was a fantastic event it was a brilliant place to to go and launch something something like like what i'm doing um sports sports pros connects uh we're aiming to connect tennis coaches and players with academies and resorts all over the world um, so we have we have actually built a, a worldwide directory of tennis coaches we have coaches from over 60 different countries now and we're also um, in the process of building a, a, a platform for academies and travel companies to to promote their services too I see now, let me ask you a question. Um, 
I know uh, nationalism is uh, not uh, that popular in some parts of Europe, but uh, for us Americans who want to be part of uh, what's going on in the world, what is what would be some of the advantages for the coaches here in the United States to uh, be part of the group? Of course. So there's a lot of advantages to uh, to, to putting yourself on on the market effectively. So what what we actually do is we promote coaches. Now, actually, 40 percent of our coaches are actually from um, from the U.S. and it's a it's a market that we're really we're really yeah. trying to tap into. Um, so so some of the benefits would be um, self promotion. Um, we we promote you uh, via our social media networks uh, for you to get out there um, known to the world. Uh, we help with that. We help with marketing your programs, um, and we actually uh, feel that we're a, a, a community. And uh, a lot of the coaches from the platform connect with each other, and and in fact, we've actually um, from ju- just from the community that we've created, we had um, the first conference that was created just from coaches from Sports Pros Connect. Um, this happened in April of last year in the Philippines. Um, I wasn't able to attend, but it was a fantastic event, and they're looking to try to do that again this April. So it's really exciting. So really, basically, it allows you to get out to the world. If you're looking for, uh, for work, it really helps with um, with looking for for new jobs and new opportunities. Uh, I see. Now let me ask you a question. You said something before, and I don't know if I picked it up right. You said about launching program. Uh, going on eighty years old, I should be understand uh, the computers today, but uh, I must admit I'm still computer illiterate. And uh, I. Well, you're not, John. <laughs> I, I I do struggle when for a coach, and the sad thing is, truthfully, I run in the um, Florida State organization for many years, uh, and actually four years ago, trying to get this uh, program going, I looked at young coaches with good voices uh, to go on, and I, I found disturbingly that. Um, I wasn't that far behind too many coaches. Do you help them with, when you say the launch, how do you do that? Do you help them with the, uh, setting up the, uh, their ads and everything, or do they, are they responsible for that? Okay, so, so what we do, when, when a coach registers with Sports Pros Connect, uh, we will connect on a personal level with that coach. Um, we will assess exactly what he or she is trying to achieve. Um, it could be that they're launching a new program. It could be that, they, that, he, that he or she is looking for a new job or a new opportunity. It could be that they're just trying to get their name out there. And, and, and the product is useful for all of those tools. So what, what we would do is we would connect with the coach and get to find an idea of what they're trying to achieve. Um, we would then get together and start to create a, a little mini website, a mini web page, which really 
is all about promoting the coach. Now, I'll speak to you later on about, about something else we're launching in, in the future, but um, at the moment, it's, it's all about the coach. And so we're looking at sort of uh, promoting it out there to the social media world. We, we, we ask for your qualifications. We ask for um, any associated uh, clubs or federations that, you, that you're currently associated to. We provide... Uh, a YouTube link so we can so people can see you um, what you've been up to in the past. We provide photos, logo, um, and what I feel is really really necessary is uh, and not not well. I'd say 50% of the people actually find it useful, but it's actually testimonials. I feel that testimonials. If you have good testimonials, you're you're more likely to succeed and we have a spot for the testimonials as well on on the on the site i see i in a few weeks the uh and, and we have two main teaching organizations in the states the uspta and the ptr and uh quite frankly if i was a young uh, coach and actor looking at to get business, I would probably look to be the both of them. But 30-plus uh, uh, years ago, when I switched from uh, tennis, to, uh, from basketball to tennis, uh, uh, the PTI was really the teaching organization, and heaven knows I needed help when I joined my son with the John Denise School of Tennis. Uh, but in January, they have the symposium, is this something, and it's being it's a world organization, I think I did see some, a couple of people from Asia on your network, and I know the PTR is big in Asia too. Do you, uh, have you contacted or have you thought about, you know, how would, an or, well, let me ask this this way, would an organization like that, would you be able to assist them and, Getting more people. I mean, one of the things that's happened in the last few years is the symposiums. Uh, to me, the the crowds don't seem to be as big as they used to be. Right. Yeah. No. I've I've um, spoken with PTR. Um, I've spoken with a lot of federations, oh. and actually, it's totally what totally within what I'm trying to do. Uh, I feel that there's a huge market out there for something like a search for a coach tool. I've, I've contacted many federations about this and certifications, of course, such as PTR. And I, and I really feel it's something that um, many people will benefit from. But the, the one thing that I think it will really help is actually to, to grow participation because you can actually choose your coach. You can really find a coach that, that can help you with your particular needs. Um, so, so yes, in answer to that, John, yeah, um, I'm actually attending the uh, PTR symposium this year. Um, oh, I've been in good. touch with um, Judy Jilly today, actually. Funny, funny you said that. Um, but yes, I've been in touch with her today, and it looks like um, we're going to have a trade stand there. And um, so, if anybody's out there and anybody is interested in that, and they are going to the symposium, then please feel free to reach out to me. Um, we are right. we are we are intending on going. So uh, watch this space. Well, very good. How long are you going to uh, stay? You're just going to head to uh, South Carolina, head back, or you're coming to Florida at all? 
unfortunately not. It was it was either the Tom Conference in in Orlando or um, the PTR Symposium, and and so many people have said different things about what what would benefit you more. Um, in the end, it looks like I've chosen the PTR Symposium. Um, it's not all 100% confirmed, but uh, it looks like that's what it's what it's going to be. So. Uh, Unfortunately, it will only be South Carolina just for five five days or so, um, but I'm looking forward to the trip. I, I was actually in New York at the Open uh, for the last two years. Um, we have a, a, a partnership with the WTCA, which is the Women's Tennis Coaching Association, and, um, and they've been fantastic at supporting us. Um, so we were there in New York. We were there in Paris, and this year they're having another event actually in uh, in Eastbourne um, just before just before Wimbledon. And actually, Eastbourne is exact is where I grew up. Um, it's it's a school that I used to um, play various different sports against. So it'd be nice to go back to to Eastbourne and uh, and see see them all. Very very good. Now, I, I am correct. I did see some people in Asia. You have members there, too, besides Europe and the United States, right? Yeah, we're totally uh, global, John. We're, um, we're in 60 different countries now, and um, our, our most recent academy that's signed up is actually from China, and uh, they're, they're looking for, uh, for coaches to um, come and work for them in China, and they're, they're expanding to Hong Kong. Um, so yeah, uh, we're, we're going we're going all over the world. Okay, well let's get to um, you know when you get my age, you don't know how much time you have left, so you're always looking to the future and hoping that you're going to be able to see it. You know, hopefully I have uh, another twenty uh, plus years or so, but that's up to the Almighty. Uh, why don't you tell me a little something about you said you mentioned before you were getting ready to introduce something new or is there something you'd like to just address before that but I am nosy I would like to get into uh, uh, what you are looking to do uh, your new program of course John of course so um, with with, with my uh, the traffic to my website at the moment we're, we're drawing coaches in we're drawing players in um, from all over the world, and they've got a fantastic platform to promote themselves as, a, as coaches or as players come and find a coach or find an academy. Um, the academies are able to uh, promote their programs, um, and, and, that, and that's fantastic, but I, I feel that I've got to provide something else for the coaches if they don't want their own um, promotion. So um, what I'm what I'm launching in a couple of months' time, and, and we're in the very early stages, but I've had a, a lot of success so far. Um, we're we're looking at creating a marketplace for coaches. So we're looking at selling um, products specifically, and the, the type of products that we're looking at selling is um, online courses, um, books and DVDs, apps. Um, any stringing or racket brands, um, coaching aids or services, might be a physio or might be a, a recruiting company that's looking to, to help recruit for uh, U.S. Uh, college. So really, whatever um, whatever type of products you have, it could be a nutrition product, 
it could be anything. So we're trying to drive our traffic from from just looking at uh, getting self-promoted and being able to find an academy for them to train at or, or, or go abroad to find somewhere. We're now looking at creating a full marketplace for, for coaches, and this is really exciting for me. I've had um, a lot of success in, in the short time it's kind of been announced. Um, mm -hmm. So we're, we're going to provide basically marketing sites to promote people's products. And they could have a point of sale, which could be Amazon. It could be Tennis Warehouse. It could be on their main website. But we're going to act as drivers to this. So people can, um, can come onto my website. They can view a specific coach that they want to connect with. But also they can actually uh, look at a product that they might, may want to buy. And, um, and then they can contact that person and find out the best way to purchase the item. So we're really excited about doing this, and we're, we're going to be going live on it around about February time, and I'm hoping to actually be live, which is one of the reasons that I decided not to go to the Tom Conference and go to the PTR Symposium. We're hoping to coincide and, and go live around about that time. Um, so it's all, in the, it's all in the plans. Well, that looks promising. Let me ask you uh, a question because, as you know, uh, life is made up of everything. And I've, uh, I've preached that, uh, you know, it's uh, time we need to get more young uh, teachers and pros involved in this. As a matter of fact, uh, one of the things our editor uh, and founder of Florida Tennis Magazine agreed with me a couple years ago. Uh, and, uh, he took our pictures out of there because most of us write in, in there. I mean, most of the uh, people are not as old as me, but uh, to me, when I looked at all our pictures, I'm saying, gee, there's a bunch of old coaches. And I think, unfortunately, today, the younger people don't realize we all stand on the shoulders of somebody else, and there's a lot to learn from us old people, but as far as demonstrating the sport, our day is, is gone. And uh, is there something, let's, okay, let's take somebody, let's take my situation and tell me what, what the advantage. Uh, other, most people don't, uh, if you're looking for a hitting partner, you don't want Coach Denise to be working. And because of my age, I limit myself the number of hours I'm on the court a week, and I'm limited how far I'll travel. But yeah. I still am blessed with a brain, and I still, uh, you know, go to conventions and I'll speak at different places. Uh, but and I still do uh, what I call uh, coaching. Uh, for organizations and everything and just doing business coaching too is what I yeah. spend most time doing. Would there be something like that for me to be involved? Should I be involved in that or shouldn't I? Or should I just uh, stay in um, my little fishing village here and uh, do more fishing? Of course there's, there's going to be something like that. I mean, we're, we're looking at coaching services in general um, so nothing's been confirmed yet, but obviously if, if you're looking to speak and if you're looking to offer your business services, 
that would be absolutely something that would be um, pivotal for coaches these days. I, I really believe that the, the younger generation is slow to come through, but those ones that those those coaches are co- that are coming through that are young and uh, and and eager, they should really learn from a, from a mentor such as yourself or such as the hundreds of thousands of uh, of mentors that there are out there. That is vital, and and I really and it's something that I I'm really um, committed to. I, I really feel that. Uh, that sort of service would be vital and, and be very interesting for our, um, our platform, yes. Okay. Well, because I do think, uh, you know, we all have our biases, and I'm no uh, difference, but our regular mentors that we have, like Chuck Reese and, well, the whole I went through the, the list earlier, but all of them are authors, and, of course, the thing that people know about, Coach Denise and uh, that know me, uh, some of my wife says I'm uh, a cheapskate. I tell her no, I'm Italian descent and we're frugal. We're not cheap, but I'm not. I was never a big trophy giver, which is a terrible thing to say because some of your people might be looking to sell trophies. But yeah. those that know me that know that I would never. But I always gave out books, so I do have a thing about authors. And all our mentors that are on the broadcast are all authors. They've all written uh, better and bigger books than I wrote. Uh, and it's uh, it's special to me. You know, if you want to have an MVP or you want to have uh, another award, it's just you take the time to write it in the book. Uh, the 20 years I coached high school tennis. Uh, I gave out books every year, and uh, you know, rather than trophies. Uh, so I do think that we get my own biases. We have to get the young coaches and everything uh, reading more, and uh, you know, connected with the uh, with the mentors uh, that we do have, because we do have enough of them that are willing to talk to them. But it's up to a young coach when. You're talking to an older coach too, and they're willing to sit there and give time to you. You know, God, rob them. I mean, I tell people all the time. Uh, there's not very many original things that Coach Denise did. I've stolen them from other people over the years. <laughs> but this is what social media is doing, John. Um, social media is is gathering together drills. It's gathering together so many different tennis minds in one place, and and I think it's only healthy. Because there are so many different resources now for you to to look at to actually um, help you with your coaching career. Um, I, th- I think there's there's a lot of good things going on 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 Facebook, for example, um, such as a, a lot of d- good forums, and there's a lot of points being made by by various different people that are, are very very positive. And and the younger generation definitely have to look at that and 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 take that as an example. Um, but with regards to books, books are, are, are key as well. Um, uh, there are a lot of authors out there that have put their uh, put their thoughts onto onto paper, and yeah, that books are an, another big big way of getting out there. And obviously, you've got on, online courses which are becoming bigger and bigger now as well. And um, and depending on the right course, that, that's um, that's quite very very helpful for the young coach. Well, I think that's the key. I think, the, you know, tra- training is continuous. And I think I agree with you with the with the Internet and social media. Uh, like I said, I'm not the best at it. 
but uh, and sometimes I I hear uh, comments. I'll get a, a phone call or a conversation. I'm still a person that likes to, uh, talking. I admit that uh, I, I do talk on the phone, uh, maybe more than I should. But people will say, I noticed you liked uh, so and so comment that there. But in that demonstration, there was something that you talked against. Well, I can still like that if there's good value in that. I don't have to agree with everything that person is doing. I've got to sit there and take what I'm seeing and digest it. And because there's part of it that I disagree with, I shouldn't. I, I think sometimes we're too often ready to make critical um critique out of something that is not necessarily, yes, it might not be perfect, but have you learned something from that? And if you have, uh, by liking it, maybe you'll encourage that person to keep posting something. Absolutely. I think I think there are a lot of negative comments that, that go on, and, uh, and obviously that's the danger of social media. Um, but there's mm-hmm. so many positive things coming, and so many people trying different drills and try, so many people trying different things. Um, you, can only, you can only applaud them for trying and for, for reaching out to the world. And, and there is a lot of people now also putting videos of themselves training on there and wanting people to critique what they're doing. Um, so that can only be healthy for the industry as long as it doesn't get personal. Um, right. Right. Yeah, and that that's the danger, and it sometimes does, and I have seen that in the past. So yeah, I, I just wish there was there was more positivity, and there there is a lot of positivity there. Um, but obviously, you, you can you, with with the positivity comes the negativity too, unfortunately. But um, these, these things happen; you can't win them all, I guess. No, and you and you just uh, you know, but if you, I, I think you're losing now. One of my regular mentors, and uh, I won't mention the name, but the people that listen regular uh, know who I'm talking about, and I love him uh, dearly, uh, uh, but he's kind of down on social media. Why do you waste your time and, you know, listen to those questions? I I don't, well, number one, I don't think it's a waste of time. Is there a lot of garbage out there? Yes. Um, But, is there more good than bad? Like you just said, I agree with you a hundred percent. You have to, I don't know. Being from the U S where we like our freedom, it's hard. Uh, I'm not smart enough to know how, and I think one of your challenges is going to be is, you know, how do you measure what you're going to put on? Uh, I, I don't like the idea of somebody telling me what I have to watch or anything. So, the challenge for you is going to be if John Denise uh, wants to, and I'm putting stuff out there, and I'm putting stuff out there that really, uh, it you know, biomechanically uh, it doesn't work. That the technique is, I, I think we do too much emphasis on technique sometimes, but you know, this is it could be dangerous. How are you going to sit there and manage that? Yeah, that's a, that is a difficult one, and and you've got to you've got to make up your mind yourself um, first of all, and then um, I, I think it's it's all about um, it's all it's all about yourself and how you foresee things, because 
I also what I also see on social media is way too much uh, concentration on, for example, the competitive side and and the performance coach. And I agree, most people want to be a performance coach over grassroots. But is this where mm-hmm. is this where tennis is not uh, is is not achieving the heights as it could be? Uh, are people automatically when they become a coach wanting to take performance players and and help them rather than teach the basics to the, the four and five year olds um it's it's an interesting topic um but i, I certainly see more posts um and, and more videos on, online about competitive players and about performance players than we do yeah. in and uh, grassroots level and the grassroots is where it's at. I know with my son who wanted to be a pro, he played college tennis, and like I always tell people, I'm, I was the other John Denise, uh, the John Denise School of Tennis. <laughs> my son started in as a basketball coach. I, I came in with him, but uh, it's the uh, you the, the people. Uh, aren't going to sit there. Everybody's not going to be a pro. Your living is going to be, I think, with the kids. And uh, and I think too many coaches, um, you know, are spending their time at the wrong place. But uh, let me ask you yeah. one more thing because I know uh, you know you're uh, you're much later in Ireland than we are, but uh, I assume the price and and uh, which I don't know. I remember. I saw something. I think it was a hundred euros or something. What is it? What is a dollar compared to a euro now? And it's it's very similar, to be honest. It's um, oh, okay. almost one one point one to the uh, to the euro. I think one point one dollar to the euro. Oh, okay. Um, so so a hundred euros is approximately one hundred and ten dollars, um, give or take. Um, mm-hmm. And and I guess if if it's the the pricing of our, of our product that you're after, we are very very competitive. Um, we would uh, we would charge 70 euros. That's about 76, 77 dollars to set up a, a mini website and uh, and and have and then help for you to promote the the product, to promote the website and get your name out there. So we would help with uh, with with trying to find a job, for example. Um, and, and just trying to find new clients. But, yeah, 70 euros uh, for the setup in the first year, and then it's 40 euros uh, per year thereafter for each coach that signs up. Um, we also uh, deal with academies, and that's slightly more expensive. Um, we, look at, we look at 220 euros for academies. Um, but I think academies is a, is a huge market for me, and I, and I know that there's a lot of academies out there that would benefit yeah, from my services. In yeah. yeah, especially in Florida. Well, listen, why don't, uh, Mark, why don't you tell the people how to get a hold of you, and uh, hopefully I'll uh, see you in uh, Hilton Head uh, for the PTR um, symposium. And uh, meanwhile, I'm sure you and I will talk uh, before, but tell the people how they can uh, get a hold of and any other last comments you'd like to uh, make. Of course, John, and thank you very much again for having me on on the show today. So if if anybody wants to get in touch, if anybody needs a bit of self-promotion or marketing help, um, please don't hesitate to get in touch. We're 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 called 
Sports Pros Connect. So you can look on the website. It's www.sportsprosconnect.com. Um, we're on Facebook. We have a Facebook page. Um, we, we, I, I'm also on LinkedIn. My name's Mark Wylam. That's W-Y-L-A-M. Uh, we're also on Instagram and Twitter and all the social medias. But I guess the, uh, the most important one is the email, which is mark at sportsprosconnect.com. And that's M-A-R-K. And it's sportsprosconnect.com. Um, and again, thank you very much, John, for, for giving me the opportunity, and, and I do look forward to seeing you in Hilton Head. Well, Mark, thanks uh, for taking the time to call. I know it's late in Ireland now, uh, but uh, it was joy talking with you. And uh, don't be surprised that, uh, if you get some calls, because I do think uh, most of the people are a lot more knowledgeable than I am on the computer, uh, but... Uh, I know for a fact there's a lot of coaches out there, especially high school uh, uh, coaches, and that's something else that you should think about uh, in the future for the states. I know you in, in the high schools uh, in Europe they don't play sports; it's all club sports and everything. But uh, maybe you and I will talk at a later uh, time uh, about that. But uh, you have a blessed day. Uh, have a Merry Christmas and a Happy uh, New Year. And uh, I look forward to uh, seeing you in uh, Hilton Head. I look forward to it too. And a Happy Christmas and a Happy New Year to all our listeners as well. Thank you very much all again, right. John. Okay, Good thank you. Bye, well, now. there you are, folks. I know most of you are not, uh, you know, know a lot more about. Uh, computers and the website and Facebook and everything on there. Matter of fact, I'm going to have to go on uh, social media to look into a couple of those sites. But it's just something else to think of, of, about because uh, I do think sometimes, like I've stated in uh, previous uh, Florida uh, tennis magazine articles and on uh, this broadcast, uh, I do think sometimes, uh, you know, we expect too much from some of these organizations. I think there's a reason why, for instance, in in uh, America we have a USTA, uh, but we also have USPTA and PTR because they really have different uh, functions. The ITF uh, has a uh, different uh, functions. Uh, it's good, and in some ways, you know, we need a Title IX in this country to get the uh, women uh, started. But in some ways, I mean, the, uh, the WTA and everything is ahead of us in uh, uh, looking, realizing what they have to do. So uh, uh, I think it's uh, we can't just uh, look for our national organizations or international organizations uh, to, uh, you know, provide everything for us. Uh, we, uh, uh, we need to do things ourselves. Uh, I think when, uh, one of the dangers of organizations are is that it, it's too easy 
to think you could do everything from the top down. And I, I don't think, uh, you know, when you look at socialism, there, there's not uh, any uh, success stories uh, there. And if we're going to expect our organizations to be that way, um, quite frankly, I don't think that's going to happen. But the women do seem to be uh, ahead of us that way there. I think there's, uh, look at Title IX, what they've done uh, uh, in soccer, for instance. Uh, Tom Farham, uh, the author of The Little Green Book of Tennis, uh, on a broadcast uh, a while ago, used the example of uh, the, uh, the soccer team and the women team just being all controlled by NCAA uh, players and uh, how far that's going. I think we need, we owe a lot to that. But I'm thinking about uh, uh, in the last couple of days, I think it was yesterday or um, maybe uh, a day day before when, uh, you know, Penny Marshall uh, uh, died and, uh, you know, yeah, great movie she made, and uh, and she was a great star and actress too. But uh, she was an outstanding director. But a league of your own, and when you think, uh, I think that movie really helped with Title Nine because it came at a time when uh, not only did we were promoting getting women involved. But I think when you looked at that movie, too, you know, there was uh, these women, you know, most of them coming from the Midwest, working on farms and everything, uh, uh, developing their baseball skills when uh, it was called upon when World War II came and uh, we were losing our major league um, players, people like Ted Williams was, you know, a Marine Corps pilot who's back in there. They've taken off of the baseball field and they were, you know, went out to fight. These people, these women didn't have an organization behind uh, them to, um, you know, move them ahead in baseball. And there was some really talented, talented women out there. And uh, I, I think that uh, that women league actually went into the 50s, uh, you know, that they were still playing. But uh, it wasn't a a women's baseball uh, organization that developed those players and uh, uh, sent them out to the league. You know, they did it on their own. And I think sometimes we forget that, too. We expect too much from our organizations, and we think that they can – develop the next player, and uh, I'm not sure that can be done. I think the people that get interested in the game of tennis and fall in love with it, and then because they are in love with the game, uh, they find out that competition is not a dirty word, and they're willing to go out and compete, and they're, they know that uh, when they lose, it hurts, but it's not the end of the world, and uh, that maybe they have to work harder or maybe they have to get in better condition or maybe they have to work smarter. But if they're willing to go out and take those chance and risk, and, um, you know, then there's uh, – we're going to see tennis players. Uh, and I, I don't think 
the game is in as bad condition as we uh, think it is. I think it's a great game. I think we have to remember, you know, that we all stand on other people's shoulders. And I think what Mark was saying is so important, though, is that I think, you you know, we have to recognize these mentors. I know I'm one, a broadcaster a couple of years ago talking with Ashley Hobson, and, um, you know, he talked about when he worked in France and how the mentors were used and what they did. And, uh, you know, our question, of course, is why isn't the USTA in this country uh, in each one of their sections pay for a mentor uh, uh, because you can only expect uh, these people to give so much. But Ashley, uh, you know, uh, selfishly, my own bias being in high school tennis, offered to mentor people at his uh, summer camps at the Inspiration Academy. And uh, Ed Crass uh, came and he offered to do the same thing in the uh, his uh, camps uh, in Pennsylvania, and I forgot where they all were uh, that year. I think that was two years ago. Um, and uh, Scott Williams did. And uh, before I go into naming names, I'm going to forget somebody. But coaches, you know, stood up that were running camps, offered to do the same thing. And the truth of the matter is I like to tell you what a genius I am and how successful that was. But uh, truthfully, there weren't that many high school coaches that were willing to take up and take advantage of that there. I mean, uh, you know, to be able to work with these people that had successful programs uh, and uh you know, have them give the time. Yeah, you were going to have to, you know, find your housing. You were going to have to sit there and uh, uh, you, you weren't going to be getting paid for your time and you were expected to be there so many hours a day. But, you know, we could blame the organizations, but we are responsible. It's the coaches and uh, it's the sacrifices we have to make too if we're going to ask our players to make those sacrifices, uh, it's the same thing uh, that we uh, have to do, too. So I do uh, want to thank everybody for listening. I remind you to uh, listen again next week. We have uh, uh, Roger, I think his last name, I've had him on. I should know this. You know him, the world's worst with names. Uh, Gavero, he is the author of Raise the Bar. He's been on the broadcast uh, a couple of years ago. It is the holiday season now, and uh, uh, our mentors um, uh, deserve, and we have to spend time with our uh, families, too. And uh, so uh, we bring in some other uh, people right now, but... Uh, uh, you know, it's a special time of year. Take advantage of it. We're just finishing up with, uh, with Hanukkah, and uh, now we're ready to go enter Christmas and start a brand-new uh, year. Uh, it, take the time and enjoy it. But 
If you get a chance, listen to the broadcast. Remember, the great thing about Block Talk Radio is you can listen uh, any time you uh, wish to the broadcast. I seldom uh, listen uh, to Chuck Reese uh, uh, Wednesdays at noon when he goes on. It's usually early in the morning or late at night. I'm usually tied up in the middle of the day Wednesday, but I uh, seldom miss the broadcast. I could uh, tell you that there. But next Thursday, we will be talking about uh, the program, Raise the Bar, uh, telling you how to uh, get uh, his book. And uh, just uh, remember to enjoy this uh, joyful season, too. So we're going to close a couple minutes uh, early. I would remind you, too, that the Florida Tennis Magazine, uh, the uh, in this issue here, uh, is the first part of which, truthfully, I thought was going to be a two-part article on uh, uh, college tennis, where the question is asked all the time, where's the uh, American uh, college uh, scholarships gone to and everything, and we had a uh, show with uh, Tom Farm, uh, we had that discussion. It was going to be a two-part article, a uh, couple of things have come up, and there's uh, it, there's more to it than just the coach. And Jim March, the uh, editor and uh, founder of Florida Tennis Magazine, has given me permission to do that into uh, a three-part uh, article rather than a two-part because uh, – there's so many stories in the next issue of it. So uh, addressing lack of American college uh, players, uh, that article, uh, I lied to you. I didn't mean to when I said it's going to be a, a two-part um, article. Uh, it's going to wind up uh, the Omedi Willen being a three-part uh, article. So remember, if you're an um, issue of Florida Tennis Magazine, somebody's taken the last issue from the clubhouse, uh, just uh, go to FloridaTennisMagazine.com. Uh, you can always read the uh, last issue there. So you have a blessed week. Uh, I will... Uh, uh, hopefully your preparations for having a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year is coming along great. Um, uh, those of you enjoying the uh, Hanukkah, uh, I'm glad you took time with the family. It's so important that we remember, you know, where we come from. We'll uh, mighty willing talk with you next um week and uh, tell your friends about the broadcast and I will talk with you then. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Hello.